Hello, lovers. Happy Valentine's Day and welcome to Nutrition Nuptials Podcast. I'm Mandy Enright, a registered dietitian and one of your hosts. Here at Nutrition Nuptials, we focus on couples and couples-related matters, especially when it comes to nutrition, fitness, and overall health. There's a lot that goes on when merging those lifestyles together from a me to a we, and every couple has a story to share. We're just a few short weeks away from the podcast officially launching, but we simply couldn't let Valentine's Day pass us by without taking an opportunity to give you a sweet, tasty treat of what this podcast is all about. You'll be hearing from me and my amazing co-host in just a few moments, chatting about our adventures as a couple, but we'll also have lots of other couples stopping by on the show to share their stories. So enjoy this little tease of our Nutrition Nuptials podcast, because let's face it, who doesn't like a little teasing on Valentine's Day? Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Nuptials podcast where we help couples learn how to live their happily, healthfully ever after. Whether you're newly wed, newly engaged, or newly single, everyone can benefit from some good habits. I'm your host, Mandy Enright, a registered dietitian who hates diets. But what I don't hate is my awesome co-host, and that is my hubby. Yo, what's up? What's up, Taco? Hey, how you doing? All right. Well, today is our Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And I'm pretty stoked that I get to have my in-house Valentine here on the show with me. Yep. As always. Of course. Every week. Every week. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Same to you. What'd you get me? Uh, it's a secret. You'll find out after the shows. All right. Well. Well, frog in my throat. Uh-oh. I, that's what I got you. Don't, you didn't get me a cold, did you? <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm over the cold. I'm, now it's like the uh, post-cold throat frog thing. All right. Well, I hope my frog turns into a prince someday. Yeah, you'll have to kiss him first. Uh-oh. All right, so let me ask you this. It's Valentine's Day. You're a dude. How do you feel about the whole Valentine's Day concept? It's pretty much a Hallmark holiday. I'm not crazy about the day, but I guess I'm lucky enough that I married someone who also believes it's a... Hallmark holiday, and that isn't goo goo gaga crazy over Valentine's Day as well. So I think uh, it comes from some bitterness when I was younger because I didn't really date a lot when I was in, in high school, middle school. So I think from that, it made me really bitter about Valentine's Day. So when the time finally came, I had a Valentine. I'm like, oh, screw this. I don't want to do anything. You know, as you were telling me, we were doing this, this episode and the theme of Valentine's Day, that's one of the things I was thinking about was like, well, it really sucks for all the single people, right? I mean, it's been a while for us, but like, you know, I guess like the couples are getting together and celebrating. And then if you're a single person, what are you supposed to do? So what's interesting is that what they're finding is that to your point, Because people don't really care that couples are celebrating Valentine's Day. If the whole concept of Valentine's Day is supposed to be celebrating love, can you celebrate love with friends and family? Get the Lonely Hearts Club together. There's more to love than that. (laughs) So, as I said, you know, my high school days were a little bit lonely in the Valentine's Day department. But how about you? When you were in high school or college, did you do anything special for Valentine's Day? That's so long ago at this point, I can't really remember. If I had more time to think about it, I'd probably dig deep into that memory bank and remember what I did or said or whatever. But I'm sure at the time, so okay, my girlfriend that I was dating like junior, senior year of high school, 
you know, she was like totally into the whole holiday. So I'm sure I had to like, by default, have to buy into it somehow as well. And I'm sure there were some presents, whatever a poor junior or senior in high school is able to afford that shows love, you know, probably a teddy bear or something. There was probably at some point a bouquet of roses. I know I bought at least one or two of those at some point. So I'm going to guess that one of those was on Valentine's Day. I probably would have done the typical thing that a young guy would do for his girlfriend on Valentine's Day out of obligation, really. So you took her to Chili's and went to a movie. (laughs) I don't know. Chili's wasn't really, I don't think we went to something as cheesy as that. But, and I don't think we went to a movie either, but dinner was probably most likely involved. And there was probably a gift of some sort. So we talked about some of the common Valentine's Day gifts, but guess what one of the bigger trends is now when it comes to gifts? I don't know what. Experiences. (laughs) Of course. It's all about Instagram and taking pictures of your food and like where you've been and the sexy pic with the sunset in the background and stuff like that. I can see that. Yeah. So going away on trips, taking uh, road trips or going away on vacations. And I guess, I don't know, would you say it's the more baby of a relationship, the bigger the trip, or would you think it's Hmm. The other way around. No, I would say that the newer relationships are the the bigger deals. I think like, you know, if you've been together 20 years, I don't think you're like making a big deal about Valentine's Day as much. And also that I don't think it's necessarily a difference in the time so much as it is a difference in generations, right? So I I can see that. So I bet it's more of a millennial thing than it is anything else. And the millennials haven't been together that long compared to other people. Correct. So like you said, it's all about being able to show off on Instagram, like, oh my God, look where Taco took me for Valentine's Day. And we had this amazing meal and he took me on a a horse and buggy ride and we watched the sunset and we have this amazing dinner. And aren't you jealous? No, because that's like what we do on Tuesdays. I know. (laughs) All right. Maybe just the sunset part and amazing dinner. And there's nothing better than getting to watch sunsets any time of right, the year. Right, exactly. Okay. What research, or I should say, a study from the, the National Restaurant Association, they had published what are the most popular days to go out to eat. So true or false, is Valentine's Day the most popular day of the year? The most popular? I'm going to say false, because I think that there might be, like, New Year's might be a big one. Maybe the day before Thanksgiving is probably a big one. So just the market researcher in me is going to say false and play that card rather than fall into the trap that, oh, yes, it's true. Now you're going to tell me it's true, right? Well, how about the former waiter in you? What were some of the most big popular days at the restaurant you worked at? So I don't know that Valentine's Day was really one of them. Okay, when I worked at the one restaurant that was like the romantic restaurant, yeah, Valentine's Day was a huge day. And it, but the thing is, it's all on that day. It's all... We called them two tops. You know, it's all couples, right? So very few big parties. So for me, like working Valentine's Day in that restaurant was never really a big deal because like you get the big money and the big bucks from like working the big parties and getting lots of people in that way. So I guess it was a big day in that restaurant. In the other restaurant that I worked in, I don't think it was quite as as big. I think like the Thanksgiving was actually a big holiday in the restaurants. A lot of people go out to eat. Christmas Day too. You know, any of the three-day weekend holidays, especially since one of the restaurants I worked in was a seasonal business, so like the 4th of July. So I think it depends on what kind of restaurant. I'm not saying Valentine's Day isn't in the conversation. I'm just saying, like, there's a part of me that believes maybe there's another day that's bigger. So I'm going to go with false. You're going to tell me it's true, though. 
No. So Valentine's Day is actually the second most popular day for restaurants. Number one is actually Mother's Day. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mother's Day, it makes sense. Father's Day would probably be up there too. I don't think and, people care about taking dad out to dinner. I think that was the about like the only thing my dad wanted to do, right? Like he didn't want to go to a ball game. He didn't want like go to a brewery or something like that. He wanted to go get eat. Yeah, so Mother's Day. So because you love your mom, you should take her out and take her out of the kitchen for at least a day. Tune in in three months for the Mother's Day episode. So then if Valentine's Day is the uh, second most popular day at restaurants, what would you say is the most popular gift on Valentine's Day? Flowers. It's got to be flowers. So it's actually... Chocolates. It's candy. Call, okay. Candy, which includes chocolate. Got it. Okay, chocolates. Yeah, flowers, chocolates, sure. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that. That's... Poor Taco, back in his high school days, probably gave chocolates too. Mm -hmm. And if you know me well enough, you know, if I'm going to have me some chocolate, I want like really, really, really good chocolate. So if you give me like a Russell Stover box, I'm going to be really sad. After this, I have to go to the drugstore and return something. (laughs) Well, exchange it for a card because that's also a very popular day gift. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you say was be the average amount that people are spending on Valentine's Day? Oh, boy. This is like including men and women, like what they're spending for each other or just men? Because it's got to be like $200. Because if you figure like you're going to dinner, all right, like let's say that's at least $100 right there. And then if you're getting roses, if you're buying chocolates, I'm going to say $200. Yeah, so they say that the average, and the last study I saw from this was back in 2016, so maybe it's gone up since then, but they said about 150 is the average. So from dinner, flowers, Mm -hmm. champagne. Well, that's taking the average up now. Okay, that's why the average is 150, and it's not like 125, right? Because, and especially like a baller like me is going to get some nice champagne for Valentine's Day if we're going to go that route. In fact, that's probably, I don't know, maybe we'll do that tonight. All right. Is that what we're doing for Valentine's Day today? I don't know. It's a surprise. All right. Well, if we're not going to go out, then what most couples are doing these days instead of going out is staying in. And the popular term, which I thought was a made up term until you and much popular media corrected me, is that Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. That is like the popular date to be doing. Okay. So if you're not going out, then you're Netflix and chilling. Yeah. And they say that's actually more popular than going out. Wow. Hey, cool. Uh, hey, spend some quality time with your, your loved one at home. You don't have to go out to celebrate. I like it. Yeah, nothing like a little binge watching. And what was really interesting is I found something in Fortune magazine, and they were saying that for couples, sharing a Netflix account is considered a huge step in your relationship. <laughs> like not moving in together, not anything. I guess it's kind of like the equivalent of like when you're in high school and you shared a locker I didn't do that. And you gave your coat, your combination? No. No? I I mean, I know, I guess people did that. I didn't do that. No? No. All right. But she wasn't worthy. Not locker worthy? No, she wasn't locker worthy. Was she She, Netflix? No, definitely not. Definitely not. No Netflix worthy. You know, it's your high school girlfriend. What are you going to give her your Netflix account for? Come on. So she can binge watch some like vampire diary. I don't want that on my history. (laughs) Get your own Netflix account, girl. Okay? Now you and I share, well, yeah, we share one, right? You have your own profile in my account, I guess. So you can put all your girly stuff in that account and doesn't mess up my viewing history of like awesome comedy specials and rock things, stuff like that. By the time Netflix came around, 
I guess, like, we were already in a pretty committed relationship. I don't know that we were engaged or married, but we were at least pretty serious. Yeah, I mean, when we started dating, I remember doing a Netflix trial on DVD, this back in the DVD days, and you did help me get into Lost, so I have to thank you for that. Okay, yeah. My friends and I were big on that, so... And you were able to catch up on prior seasons. I did. That yeah. felt really cool and really special that I got to participate in Lost Suppers. When did you uh, ditch your own Netflix account then? I think I only did the trial. And then I think because I got caught up on Lost, I was like, oh, I don't need this nonsense anymore. I'm caught up on Lost and I'm good. I kind of remember vaguely you having DVDs from Netflix once in a while, a movie here or there, but it was never really until the streaming version came out. And I think until I got the Apple TV. So I think we were living together by the time, like the streaming version of Netflix was really out and you had an accessible way to get to it through Apple TV. I think, so like we were already living together and we were already engaged, I guess, at that point. So like there was no reason for us to like have two accounts or to just get weird about like whose account are we going to use or anything like that. But I can see that. I can see that being like, uh, you know, a big step in a relationship. First, you announce your togetherness on like Facebook. Oh, the social media right? announcement. Or Huge. Instagram. I don't, do you do it on Instagram now or like? Or uh, maybe. You, I don't know. Maybe uh, there's a video. Or, maybe. Sorry, I'm so old. Snapchat. I guess. Do you snap I- that? Maybe. I'm sure there's a hashtag for, like, relationship status. Okay. So first you do something on social media, and step two is you get the, you share a Netflix account. Wow. Dating has changed since our time. All right. Don't age us. I will age you. All right. So if, if you guys have any binge-worthy shows, feel free to uh, share them with us. You can email that at uh, podcast.nutritionnuptials.com. And as I said, Valentine's Day, not just for couples these days. You're celebrating with your friends, your family, even pets get some Valentine's Day love. What? Yep. Even the pets. What do they get? Do they, they get probably biscuits? get like a, like, a, like, a heart, like a heart-shaped bone. What do they know? They don't know it's Valentine's Day. They know love. Okay, but why do you have to wait for Valentine's Day to give them a special bone or something? Well, why do you have to wait for Valentine's Day to give anyone a special bone? <laughs> I was hoping you would pick up on that. You spiked it, or you said it, and I spiked it. Nice. Good job. Yeah, so if you're lucky to have a Valentine's Day, Valentine for Valentine's Day, you know, the plans are definitely going to depend on your age and relationship status. So the younger you are, the more likely you are to buy into the hype and go out to dinner and shower your loved one with some goodies. Shower with your loved one. Or that. And then if you're married, you're more likely to stay home, hang out on the sofa, and Netflix probably and chill. Netflix and chill. Yeah. And if you are going to be home this Valentine's Day, I'm a huge proponent about making your own Valentine's Day meal. Ditto. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, uh, so, babe, it's also a surprise, and you will find that out. So what have been some of like your memorable or favorite Valentine's Day meals that we've had? I guess two come to mind. So one was actually going out and the other one was actually staying in. So the going out one, I remember I was away on a business trip and I think Valentine's Day fell on a Friday. So I returned from that trip literally on Friday, but I I don't think I was getting home until like at least seven o'clock. I might not have even gotten home until eight. And then when we went straight out, we went and got like martinis or drinks over at one local restaurant. And then we went to one of our favorite Italian restaurants and like, I guess we went late enough that I don't think you could make any reservations there because, because you can't normally make reservations. But we went late enough, like after nine o'clock or something like that, that like most people had already eaten. We were like the last table to sit. And it was one of our favorite restaurants. So that was pretty awesome. It's a good day. Uh, that one's pretty memorable. 
The other one that I remember, you actually made dinner. And I remember it. <laughs> lobster was definitely a portion of the meal. And during the day, I'm at work, and you text me a picture of basically two lobsters mounting each other and said something to the effect of, like, these guys are looking forward to seeing you or something like that. So I knew, all right, cool, we're having lobster for dinner tonight. Play with Excited. your food, kids. Yeah, play with your food. And then um, I know that there were bubbles involved, so it was definitely champagne. That was probably, I'm going to take credit for that. I'm going to take credit that, like, I was like, okay, we've got lobster, it's Valentine's Day, let's do a little champagne. So I'll take credit for that. And then the other course that I remember was you made, had heart-shaped ravioli. That just sticks out. I don't remember how they tasted. It was just like, oh, look at that. There's heart-shaped ravioli on my plate. Yeah. So so first of all, yes, I did send you some fun pictures. I also sent you a picture. Where I took one of the lobsters and I took our phone because we had a cordless phone. So I, I like stuck it up. So it looked like the lobster was calling. And I'm like, hey, I just called to say I love you. And I can't wait for you to come home for dinner tonight. That's what it was. The mounting lobsters was another event. That's that's <laughs> what you do with the with the lobsters. <laughs> Seriously, we love animals in our house and, you know, sometimes we like to play with our food. So, yeah, so I found these heart-shaped ravioli at one of the local Italian delis. And I was like, okay, we got to have some heart-shaped ravioli. And I decided to do a, a lobster champagne sauce. So that was how that all tied in Oh, together. so I can't even take credit for the champagne. You were already, you needed the champagne to make the dinner. We would probably drink it. You, you probably helped pick it out. Okay. Maybe at the time I was even so scared to open it that I may have even asked you to open it for me. No, by then you were cool with that. I was a big girl and could open my own champagne? Yeah. All right, good. So the benefits of doing your own Valentine's Day meal definitely are some savers on your waist and your wallet. So we think about going out to Valentine's Day dinner, as we said, and spending around 150 bucks. Maybe dinner is, is what's leading to that but a lot of times you go to a restaurant and they have the special price fix dinner <laughs> that's revenue management right there it's like how do you get more revenue out of the day right so you jack up your prices you create some sort of price fix you serve smaller versions of what you normally sell it's pretty smart yeah I yeah got it. and then there's the upsell of like do you want a lobster tail yeah of course you got to have a lobster tail with your like uh what pork uh, chop <laughs> or something that doesn't go with a lobster tail. Right. And then you're more likely to overindulge while you're out. So you're going to spend money on drinks. You're going to spend money on dessert, if, unless it's included with your price fix. And then waste-wise, again, with the overindulging, there's larger portion sizes. And that's in general from going out, not just Valentine's Day. There's how they're cooking. So, again, maybe using some ingredients that may be a little heavier than what you might use at home. So just keeping in mind that cooking at home can have some healthier benefits for you and your loved one. Taco, when you make me dinner and you think it's an amazing meal, you're really proud of yourself, you have a lovely term that you like to use for it. Well, it has nothing to do with my point of view on the meal. It's when you love it. It's like there's like a moment where like you will eat something and if it tastes like really good, like like the fork comes down slowly and then like I can tell by the look on your face like it is on, and I call it a panty dropper because I'm getting laid tonight. Because you made me dinner? Because I made you dinner so good. It tastes so good. You're just going to take the panties off. Boom. Yeah, this, panty dropper. Yeah, this is a once a month 
meal like you how often do you make me dinner once a month once every other month <laughs> whatever you tell me i'm allowed to make you dinner basically or i i'm supposed to make you dinner because for whatever reason you can't do it you're running late you have late meetings with people and stuff like that so what however often that is and i come home and say what we're having for dinner and you're like it's a panty dropper <laughs> I don't ever preface it as the panty dropper. Once I know it's you're in, then it's a panty dropper. He's the romantic one, kids. All right. So love at first bite. What was the first meal I ever made for you? Well, being that you're an Italian lady, I honestly can't remember. But if I had to put money on it, I would say it was probably chicken parm. Yeah, that was that's like my go-to. I think this is a really impressive meal at the time. Yeah, again, this was- of course. A long time ago. And but. your chicken parm was pretty amazing, yeah. So uh, it would have been a panty dropper for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So a little homemade chicken parm, a little wine. And if you are looking to make a panty dropper for your significant other, you can head over to nutritionnuptials.com and check out my Romantic Meals Roundup that from recipes from other RDs. And I'll include a link in the show notes so you can pop over and find a panty dropper meal to whip up for your loved one tonight. The quickest made of a man's heart is through his stomach. That is the old saying. So with that saying, we don't want to just sit in our booties and watch Netflix and chill and eat a big meal. So there are some ways to make Valentine's Day a little bit healthier, even among all the indulgence. So as we said, candy is the biggest gift that tends to get given and most people think of chocolate on Valentine's Day. So chocolate actually does have some health benefits. Eat lots of chocolate. Get on the chocolate diet. Chocolate diet. You heard it here first. Nutrition nuptials. Well, that's not quite right, babe. So dark chocolate is really what is has been found to have some health benefits, and that is due to the cacao bean that is found. So if you're looking at a bar of chocolate, it says percent cacao. The higher the percentage, the more health benefits. So you want to look for something that has at least a 70% minimum cacao in it. And it's just really fun to say cacao. Cacao! Okay, so the, the percentage. So like I once got like an 80 or an 85% one, and I could barely eat it. It wasn't. It didn't have enough uh, sweet. It's bitter. It's pretty bitter, yeah. And then I even think seventy-two is kind of on the on the cusp for me. So right. like seventy plus, can can we like sixty, fifty? Again, that is what the research. Sugar. That's what the research. No, that's what the research says. So okay. if you want to get those flavonoids, which is what has been found to have the health benefits, they are a great antioxidant, which help with some heart health, lowering the blood pressure, lowering the LDL, which is what we call our bad cholesterol. And it helps to increase blood to the brain so it can make you smarter. Chocolate can make you smarter. Chocolate diet. <laughs> no chocolate diet. And some of the dark chocolate has been shown to help with insulin sensitivity and, and blood sugar. But no, you can't eat chocolate all day long. So what research has shown is a portion of dark chocolate is an ounce, which if you need to know what that is, it's about the size of your thumb. Okay. Or Your thumb or my thumb? Mine. Or if you ever get like those dove, I always say like the dove squares. Yeah. That's about an ounce of dark chocolate right there. So you can so have one one dove square. One. One. For Valentine's Day. Yeah. Do you okay. want to savor it? Okay. Have a little bit of it. And then you're going to pair that ounce of dark chocolate with another favorite health benefit. And that's, that's a nice beverage of red wine. Check. Chocolate, check. Wine, check. Wine diet. I knew it. I knew you were going to get to the good stuff. All right, wine diet. 
You heard it here first. So there's no such thing as a wine diet, babe. Red wine contains a antioxidant called resveratrol, and that is what we find in the skin of grapes, red grapes. And that is what has been found to have benefits like helping with lowering blood pressure, increasing your HDL or our good cholesterol, and can even help in protecting some cancers like breast cancer, prostate, and liver cancer. All right. Get your chocolate and wine on then. Let's go. But you can't have a whole lot of wine. Okay. How much wine? Please don't tell me like an ounce of wine. When I have an ounce of wine with my ounce of chocolate. That's ridiculous. No, an ounce of wine would be like a shot. That's, That's just not right. So the proper serving size is, ladies, about five ounces is one serving. And for men, you can have two servings of wine, which would be two five-ounce servings. Drink up, men. Yeah, let's go. So two glasses of wine is your limit, boys. Now, what they have found, though, is that the reason that not everyone is being prescribed a wine diet to help them out in preventing heart disease, cancer, is because wine does contain the other factor, which is alcohol. And some of the health benefits of alcohol have uh, may counteract some of the positives. So in addition to having a serving of wine, you can get the same health benefits from having actual grapes, because again, it comes from the skin of the grape. So you can eat grapes, blueberries, cranberries, or peanuts also contain resveratrol. And that's also a fun word to say. Peanut butter is a pretty good big staple in my diet. Well, it says peanuts, so I, I think that might be a little different. Can you uh, check into this research? Because I don't eat peanuts, really. I mean, like, I'll eat peanuts. I don't dislike peanuts, but they're not, like, a normal part of my, like, everyday diet, whereas, like, peanut butter will show up three or four times a week for me. All right, I'll look into this one. I'll okay. get back to you. All right, so we got our chocolate, we got our wine, and now we got to get a little movement on before we just go sit on the couch and Netflix and chill. So some... Uh, Whether or not your movement for the day is intense or not, if you're working out together or doing something together, you're still bonding. So working out together is a great way to just spend some time together, get the heart rate up and moving, helps to release some hormones. They do say that exercise actually is a good way, a good foreplay activity. Aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac foreplay. So it could be anything from taking a romantic walk on the beach if you're lucky enough to be living, or maybe you got whisked away on a romantic Valentine's Day vacation. Mm, surprise, surprise. There's still time for, yeah, for us okay. to jump on the plane somewhere, right? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So you can take that romantic walk on the beach. You can go hiking. You can go biking. Maybe do a little dancing. And then after all that, maybe you want to go in for a little kiss. Okay. So kissing... You're not going to burn a whole lot of calories. They say it burns about 8 to 16 calories per hey, kiss. Hey, listen, listen. When I was in high school, I could burn some calories kissing. And that's what they've shown is that because when you're younger and, you know, you're spending a lot of time making out, not really coming up for air, yes, you're going to burn uh, more calories those days. But Yeah, my kisses know, now are like, you know, they're not going to burn that many calories. All right, you're going in for a little kiss and then it's all good. But Not as, not as enthusiastic these days anymore. Hey. <laughs> Get to the good stuff. All right. But there are some other benefits in addition to, you know, the actual bonding of the kissing. So it, kissing has been found to help reduce blood pressure, can help reduce cramping and headaches. So you can't use that as an excuse anymore. If you don't want to do anything else, you can just start kissing. Because you're this whole switch, spit swapping can actually help to reduce cavities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And because you got some movement going, you're really strengthening the jaw and the muscles and the face. So it's kind of like a free facelift when you're making out. Cool. All right. Kissing. Got it. Check. Going to kiss on Valentine's Day. Nice. I'm so glad we wait to that one time of year to, to kiss. <laughs> right. Well, that's my other problem with the day is like, why do you need a day to like, you know, the Hallmark holiday? Why do you need a day to tell somebody you love them or show them you love them or give them a kiss or something? Like, I'm just, you know, just do it. You don't. You should tell your significant other every day that you love them. Right. So if you need the day to do all of this stuff, like you're doing it wrong. I agree. And I think that you should start and end every day with a kiss. Done. A, Check. a stinky morning breath kiss Ugh. and then a freshly washed clean mouth before bed kiss. How about like after you brush your teeth in the morning, then you can kiss me. How about that? All right. That's still in the morning. It's still beginning in the day. But there's something about, you know, when you're leaving for work and if like for whatever reason you don't kiss me, like I feel like my day is off. Yeah, there you go. That's the power of my kiss. Or it's the power of kissing in general. Oh, okay, great. All right, so it's Valentine's Day. It's a romantic Hallmark holiday. You went out for dinner. You Netflixed and chilled and maybe did a little exercise. You kissed, and now we're moving on. The good stuff. You're going to move on to the good stuff now, right? Yeah, now we're talking. I'm good at this. So, sex. Do you think it burns a lot of calories? Oh, well, if you're doing it right, yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, if you're just kind of laying there, not so much. All right, so a study was done. I was reading about in Time Magazine all about sex and how many calories you really do burn. So they compared people who run. I think it was people who run for an hour versus people having sex for like an hour. Wow, all right. Guess what? Running, still Still more. Still Still better, still going to burn more calories. So what they found was men burn about 100 calories per a sex session. Yeah, because doing all the work. And women burn, and I swear this is the number that was published in the study, women burn 69 calories. (laughs) That's a great number. Yo, women, what's up? Come on. Let's get on it. Don't make your man do all the work. Get into it. Let's go. Happy Valentine's Day. Give your man some good loving, all right? Be nice, babe. Step it up, ladies. That's all I'm saying. Just make it, close the gap. Make it 80 calories. Be nice. But yes, the position that you are in will play a factor in who's burning more calories. And uh, this was also an interesting fact. If you're being really naughty and cheating on your significant other, you're going to burn more calories because, you know, that heart rate is up because you're pretty nervous and you know that you're doing something really naughty. And so what's it jump up to? I don't know if they actually published they the number. No. I don't think they published the number, but I know that I will burn a lot of calories if I find out my snippet was cheating on me because I will kick the crap out of them <laughs> like a heavy bag. Yeah, I don't think that's, but like, okay, so like it goes from 100 to like 110, 120. We're going to find out. We're not going to find out. All right. You can, you can wear that heart rate monitor all you want, babe. Okay, moving on. Wait, are we done with the sex thing? Uh, yes, we're done. Okay. So happy. All right. All right. So uh, with you, that. You, you got, the listeners got to hear a little bit of our interplay on, on the topic. So with that, we are going to uh, release you all out into the world to enjoy your Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Nutrition Nuptials podcast. I hope it was enlightening and helped you uh, maybe come up with some more ideas for your Valentine's Day celebration. If you have a couples-related story or question, you can email podcast at nutritionnuptials.com. And to see how our Valentine's Day pans out and uh, if Taco actually got me a, a gift or planned anything you can follow hashtag adventures of taco and mandy over on instagram if you would like more couples 
nutrition information, you can head on over to www.nutritionnuptials.com and follow at Mandy Enright RD on social media where I share tips, recipes, motivation, funny pictures of taco and myself. If you're enjoying this podcast, please make sure to subscribe and leave a review so other people know to check out the podcast. And we appreciate the sharing because sharing is caring and that could be our Valentine's Day gift. To the listeners, right. From you. Well, until next time, I'm Mandy. I'm Taco. And thanks for saying I do to your happily, healthfully ever after. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye, guys.